0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yay. My name is Latifia Brown and I am the host of Teaching Olivia podcast. Today is my first episode ever of Teaching Olivia and I'm so excited to see what the Lord does through this podcast. In today's podcast, I will be talking about A little bit about myself as well as I'll be sharing the diagnosis story of my daughter Olivia who has Down syndrome and lastly I'll be discussing why I am doing this podcast I pray that you sit back listen and I pray that this would be an encouragement to you and a blessing to you all right let's get started hello and welcome to the teaching Olivia podcast Here you will find real talk about the joys and struggles of being a special needs mom. I pray this would be a place where special needs moms or parents or caregivers will receive the love, support, resources, and tips that would help encourage you as you raise or teach your babies. I invite you to join me on my journey. Let's go. right guys I am so excited this is my very first podcast and I know that you're probably tired of me here I'm saying that but hey I just I just cannot contain the excitement that I have and what the Lord's going to do with these episodes uh, for other special needs parents or caregivers or moms or family members or educators or and so on and so I wanted to start this podcast off with the episode of What's in a Story. And the reason why I mentioned What's in a Story is because, one, I love books. And if anyone knows anybody, anything about me, I love, love, love the smell of fresh pages being turned in books. I love going to Barnes and Nobles and looking at the children's illustration in their books, and as well as getting a cup of coffee with a book. Um, You will find me most mornings sitting on my front porch in a rocking chair. I sound like an old woman, but sitting in my rocking chair, flipping through the page of the Bible, reading the Bible, and just having great quiet time. And I just remember in middle school, I love, love, love to read a book. I would skip lunch just to read a book. And well, I was also an introvert, so it was just a lot of people in the cafeteria as well. So It was a nice escape, but I think you get the point. I love books, and I also love just the stories that they tell, and it's not just about the books. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I love hearing people's stories, their testimonies, because it always encourages me, and it also shows me where God has brought them from, and so that's exactly what I'm doing today is I am sharing the story that the Lord has given me to share with others. The stories that are given to me aren't just for me to keep to myself. I realize as I've gotten older, every story that I have, that ever since I've been sharing it, those stories, that other people have been encouraged or blessed, and they feel hopeful in the Lord. Because if He can do it for me, why can't He do it for them? And so I'm not saying life is just roses in the story, but, um, I know that each and every day I cannot live without the Lord. I cannot. Um, he is my strength. He is my peace, my joy, my all. And so I know you're going to hear a lot of, about Jesus throughout these episodes. So if it's not your thing, you know, I can't apologize for that because I just know that he has made me who I am today. So I cannot deny him. And so, and nothing against you, but that's just real talk. People that know me know, I'm just going to keep it real with you, but still love you. So today I'll be sharing my diagnosis story or Olivia's diagnosis story, how I found out. About her having Down syndrome. And I'll be sharing the reason why I'm doing this podcast. So let's get started. So that you have more information about me, um, my name is Latifia Brown. I am married to a handsome husband of 12 and a half years, and he does full time ministry. And I have three beautiful babies Alexander, who is eight, Olivia, who is four and Liam who is two and I am an educator and I am homeschooling Olivia now and Liam full time and I'm a stay-at-home mom and there's so many things I could say but most of all I love Jesus so um so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you about my the story um it was, <laughs> I I don't even know where to begin. There's so much that was around this. But anyways, I can start here. Um, my my husband and I got married in 2008, and we really wanted to have children. And, and, you know, I kept focusing on having children. I was like, I have to have children. I have to have children. You know, now that I'm married, you know, that's the American dream, right? And so I... Ended up um, focusing so much on it and and I was so disappointed. And the first couple of years, I'm like, I can't get pregnant. What's wrong with me? And so it wasn't that. It was just, I was just so focused on it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Lord just wants me to focus on what He's called me to do right now. And then, you know, if it happens, it happens. And that's exactly what happened. I just lost focus of it and I was so busy. And so we were in Tennessee at the time, and then we moved to Chattanooga, I mean, to Baltimore. And this was like our, I think, two and a half year, third year of marriage. And so, you know, of course, moves can be difficult. Transitions can be difficult. And so I moved up there thinking I was going to, you know, start my business full time. And then I ended up going back into teaching Um, (laughs) the Lord is so funny. And so I started to teach. And then I think that year I actually had my son, Alex, and he was definitely a surprise. And we were so ecstatic, you know, if that's where, yeah, we were, we were very excited. And so, you know, things were great. Okay. We had our first son. All right. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and there was a learning curve and everything. And and that's a whole nother. I'll go into details about that other episodes, but um dealt with some things during that pregnancy or whatever maybe. So I'm like, okay, so you know, Alex is growing up. We're getting in the swing of things. and um, and then all of a sudden we find out um four years later that we were pregnant again. um, and that was a surprise. none of our babies were planned. so, but they were planned by God. And so, What happened was we were hoping that Alex, our first child, was a girl and he wasn't (laughs) because the reason why we were hoping that he was a girl was because, and on my husband's side of his family with his brothers, they have given birth to nothing but boys. And so we were like, oh, that'd be great if we could have the first girl, you know, or just have a girl in general for his family. So that didn't happen. And so the second pregnancy, you know, we were just praying for a healthy baby and, you know, and for a girl, of course. And so we went in one day and I know I'm missing a lot of details, but I, this podcast episode would be way too long if I went into like every single detail. And so we went in, we were supposed to find out the gender of the baby and they're supposed to do a full scan of the anatomy and everything. And I went in there and I actually, and I think this is around June or July, but I actually went in there and I was extremely sick and I, I didn't have enough energy. I was very weak and they had to actually hydrate me. And so to find out, we couldn't find out the gender of the baby. So we were very disappointed. Um, because our family was waiting, everybody was waiting. and so they were like, yeah, come back in a couple of weeks. I'm like, what why am I coming back in a couple of weeks? Why can't we just do it now? I feel better. So anyways, um, but I, I I understand why um, that happened and how the war worked that out. But anyways, we went back in and I felt a lot better a couple of weeks later and you know, on that liquid iron um, and and we were so excited. You know, the technician was actually scanning the, you know, the baby and the baby looked healthy and we we're excited. And then all of a sudden she was like, do you want to know? And I we were just like, yeah, like, why wouldn't we? And so she was like, it's a girl. And I was like, what? Like, we were both excited to hear that news. I mean, I don't normally cry in front of people. But I tell you, I cried that day. Um, (laughs) And so, and then she was like, well, I'll be right back. You know, um, everything looks fine. And so we were excited. We were ready to tell our parents. And then the doctor came in and then another person came in. And apparently that person was the genetic counselor they had at the hospital. And so I'm sitting there thinking, okay, why do we have more people in the room? Because with Alex, our first We didn't have all these people in the room. And so the doctor was sharing with us that our daughter had, um, extra, I guess, skin behind the neck and there was something else, um, the nasal bone. And so he tells us your daughter may have down syndrome. And all I could think at the moment was, am I in a dream? Like what, what? am I really hearing this? What? You know, you go and I I don't know about you, but we walked into that visit thinking that, you know, we would have heard the same things that we heard when we had our son. And we're just thinking, okay, our baby's gonna be healthy. And yeah, our baby was healthy, but our baby may have Down syndrome. And so all I could think to myself was my heart was just crushed because I've taught kids with special needs, but I had never raised a child with special needs. So I just had conflicting feelings. I just didn't know. I didn't know what that looked like, you know, um, as far as raising our daughter with special needs. And so he was like, I'm not sure if she has Down syndrome, but there's a couple of tests that you can take to see if she actually has it. And he's also said that, you know, some people abort the baby. And so my husband and I are like, we're not doing that, you know, because she's a gift from the Lord. You know, I'm we're not gonna do that. And we said, so what are our other options to find out? So we can kind of be prepared. And so they were like, there's a blood test, and then there was another test where they stick a needle. And if you know the terminology, please let me know. But um, they can stick the needle into the fetus and they can gather genetic material to figure out if she had Down syndrome. And they said, but there's risks behind that, especially early on in the pregnancy. And I said, well, I'm not going to risk that for my baby. There's no need to do that. Hey, if that's what you want to do, I'm, hey, that's your choice. But that was my decision. Um, that was our decision, my husband and I. So we took a blood test and they're like, okay, it may take, I think it was a week or two later, the results. And I'm like, what? Well, why can't you give me the results now? So they took my blood. So we told our family, it was, <laughs> you know, people were like, no, you know, it's, she may not have it, you know, there's no need to worry. And I think they were just trying to make us feel better. And it wasn't making us feel better. So, and they tried. So, you know, God bless them. But it, it just, when you're in a moment like that, you just don't know what to think. And you just, you're some, some people are just confused. I was confused. Like, why, why would, why would this happen to me? Like, did I do something wrong or, and I'm just being honest with you about this guys. Like, because some people are not honest about this, but that's what I was genuinely feeling. Like, you know, I I was like, everyone else can have typically developing kids. I even have a typically developing child, you know? So what did I do? Like, what, how does this all work? And so I had a lot of questions. And so to go forward in the story, so we're not here forever, but I really dealt with a lot of depression throughout this pregnancy. I was not happy. And to find out in that two week results, guess what? They told me it was a 50/50 chance that she has down syndrome. And I'm like sitting there thinking, "Are you serious? So you're telling me I won't know until this baby is delivered that if she has down syndrome?" <laughs> and I knew I and you know what? Moments like that was uh it, it led me to depend on God. Because I I I had no control over it. I had no control. Yeah, I could have went further on in the pregnancy and actually had the needle stuck in, you know, Olivia, you know, just to see, but I was like, you know what? I'm Lord, I'm just going to have to trust you. And if she does, we're going to love her. And if she doesn't, we're still going to love her. It doesn't matter. We're just going to love her the way you want us to love her. And so anyways, I just I just had a really it I didn't even want a baby shower. That's how depressed I was, Um, and and I'm like, and I was excited. It was a girl, but I just didn't know how to deal with it. So I would go into teaching, and I would put a smile on for my students and and everything. But inside, I was dying. I was just dying on the inside. And so I finally talked to one of my coworkers. I did not let many of the coworkers know at all. And we were like family. And you know, only my and my husband's family knew, but we were very limited in who we told. And so I told one of my coworkers and she's like a sister to me. And, you know, I was like, I don't even want a baby shower. I just want to just know, I just want to know. And one day, one day I, cause I, I didn't even get the nursery ready. Like, I just didn't do anything. And so I went to my doctor's visit and, and she was a wonderful doctor and she was a part of our church. And she was like, you know what? You're just grieving. You're just grieving the loss of what you thought your child was going to be like. And when she put in that perspective, I was like, yeah, like I am, aren't I? And so she's like, but you're going to be okay. And I'm like, I know, I know. And so anyways, it was closer to the due date. and it was right before our Christmas break from teaching and I'm walking around school, just getting my stuff together to get ready for this break, this three week break. And I wasn't coming back after cause I was going on maternity leave. And so my, <laughs> my, um, my friend that I said from work, my sister, well, she's not my technical sister, but she's my sister. Yeah. I think y'all understand. She, she brought me into the cafeteria And they had this baby shower, all set up gifts. I mean, all the food and everything. And I was like, what? Like they really surprised me. And if anyone knows anything about me, I am very nosy. My students know that I was very nosy. I'm very observant. So I know what's going on at all times. And I was surprised that they were able to sneak this surprise behind my back because normally I catch on to those things <laughs> and I didn't because I was so deep into my depression. And so, um, that really made my heart happy and the Lord knew that's what I needed. I needed that. And I'm truly gracious that he knew what I needed at the right time. And so as we went, um, at the beginning of the baby shower, my husband ends up showing up cause he worked right down the street <laughs> And he shows up and he's like, oh, there's a baby shower. And I'm like, yeah. So he joins me and they're celebrating with us. Um, meaning the my co-workers were. And so finally I shared with them that because I wanted to just truly say thank you to them. Um, I mean, that was a blessing. I mean, they really blessed me. And At that moment, I shared with them what I had been holding on to that whole time. Sharing, just holding, I shared with them what I was struggling with and the fact that my child may have Down syndrome. And all I could see were tears in people's eyes because they didn't know that I had been holding on to this for a long time. And I tr- said, just thank you so much for supporting me and loving me. And this it just meant so much to me. And so they surrounded my husband and I, even those that didn't even believe in Jesus, were around us and praying for us. And that moment, I just felt like I just kind of released everything over to the Lord, everything. I, it was like a burden being lifted. And so, yeah. So we go on the break and everything. We had a lot of stuff from, they had some cute, really cute girl stuff. So I was really excited about that. <laughs> and I was excited about the food too. Um, and so we ended up, um, Olivia, um I had contractions on January the 1st hoping that she would be a New Year's baby but she decided to come on January 2nd 2016 and her labor the 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 pregnancy or the the labor and delivery part was easier um than my son I had a C-section with my son and I wanted to give birth to Olivia um vaginally and hopefully that's not too much a TMI moment, but, um, and the Lord allowed me to do that. And so of course with some, you know, um, epidural, <laughs> my pain level's not too high. And so I ended up giving, um, birth to Olivia early in the morning. And, um, when they handed Olivia over to me, I looked at her and I fell in love. Then I looked at her, and I saw her eyes, and I knew from there that she had Down syndrome. I didn't know what else to think but to love her. That was my little girl that God had blessed me with. She's a gift. And yes, I started to worry some because I didn't want to deal with the reality I was scared for her, what it looks like for her in the future. What, you know, will people love her? Will people make fun of her? How will they treat her? You know, I know that we come from a very loving family. She's going to be loved. But how will people, I just thought about her future. And so in that moment, I just fell in love with her. But I, I did have worries. And so they're like, well, we're going to go ahead and take her. We're going to test her because they weren't sure if she did. But I could tell from her eyes that she had Down syndrome. And so anyways, we found out that she did. We got the news from the genetic counselor and I cried and I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I did, I've never raised a child with special needs, so I didn't know what it would look like. And having her has definitely made me rely on the Lord a whole lot more than I have ever um, because I don't know. And all I can do is take it day by day and know that and trust that the Lord knows what was best for us. And I tell you, I Olivia is simply amazing. And I look back as we are raising her, because I'm going to share more of my story, but I just wanted to give you a general idea of the diagnosis story. But let me tell you something. This girl is simply amazing. And I just would not change anything about her. I know that she has her weaknesses, but she definitely has a lot of strength, (laughs) And she brings a lot of joy to my life. And I would I would tell myself <laughs> while I was pregnant, I would go back and tell myself, there's no need to worry. There's no need to worry about anything at all because God has her. And I love Olivia with all my heart. And that girl, she is just, I mean, she loves to dance. She likes to sign. She likes music or she loves music. She loves to dance. Um, and she's very smart. Um, she knew her phonics at the age of two. And so, um, it it was just a matter of me and my husband jumping in the game and saying, Hey, you know what? She's our child. We're going to raise her up. And she has learned so much. So you'd be surprised. Um, like I said, it's kind of like Christmas every day. Olivia may be quiet, but Olivia really absorbs a lot of things. And and she surprises a lot of people what she knows, even me. And so I don't like to put those limitations on her, um, even though I know that there are some things that, you know, developmentally happens with kids with downs. But I try not to put limitations on her because the Lord always shows himself through her, <laughs> through her. She definitely, so I want to just encourage you that that, that was my diagnosis story. That's what I dealt with. But I, when I look back, I'm like, man, I was really worried about a lot, but I really should have had been, but it was because I did not have control over the situation and I did not know what it would look like. You know, my future would look like raising a child with special needs And so I'm saying that, you know, just like any other child, um, because I have three children, you know, you have your children, you know, my typically developing children have their own weaknesses and they have their own strengths, just like Olivia. And so, um, I don't know. I just, all I can say is she is just truly a blessing and I love her so much. And I learn so much from her, just like I learned from my other kids. So. I just want to encourage you that you may be in the middle of getting a diagnosis or you're at the beginning of raising a child with Down syndrome or special needs, or you're a parent of a young child with special needs. Just know that um, you can do this and your child is special. And I mean, literally just just special and they are a blessing. And I know that if I can, if the Lord can change my mind or if he can work through me and see that Olivia is a gift, I know that he can do that for you too. And so I want to encourage you that that is going to be okay it's going to be okay. And, um, you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days. There's going to be times where you're going to get frustrated with the professionals, the therapists, the doctors, um, the schools, different people in the community. But, um, at the end of the day, I've had so much joy in my life. So with having Olivia, so the joy outweighs the negative for me. Um, but like I said, this is my story. So other people's stories may be different, you know. Um, but I just know where I stand, and and I pray that you'll get to learn more about Olivia through these episodes. So why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing this podcast? Um, I am doing it for a number of reasons. One reason is people, moms, special needs parents, whatever, keep coming to me and asking me questions of how I raised Olivia, how Olivia's doing, what do you do, um, with certain things as far as schooling or the fact that Olivia had a feeding tube and what to look forward to. So I would receive a lot of questions from other people and they really were like, Hey, you need to really start a podcast or, a site where you have kind of like that support group for special needs parents and everything. And so I was like, oh, that sounds exciting because people would refer other people to me and they're like, can you talk to them? And I'm like, okay. So apparently, you know, the Lord wanted me to, you know, I have Olivia so that I can share my story um, with others to help them out. And so I also had my mom and my sister, like, you really need to teach special needs class at as well. And so I didn't know what that would look like. Um, I knew that I was supposed to do that, but I was like, okay, Lord, then show me how, if this is where you want me to go. And so one day my sister sent me a text of a microphone, uh, for podcasting. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I was going to go down the podcasting road first. I was thinking more like YouTube, but, uh, but yeah, she, I was like, okay, so I, I didn't really, I kind of put that to the side. And so if anyone knows my story, we just recently moved down to South Carolina. And so I've been transitioning my family and I got to a point where it's like, I'm more than just mom here. Cause I'm staying at home with my kids. I'm more than just mom. So Lord, show me what it is that I need to do right now, because I need an outlet. I need to use my gifts for ministry, whatever it may be. And so I've been praying because I had been really frustrated. And one morning, the Lord revealed to me um, about the podcasting and gave me topics. I just wrote it down because I like to journal so I can sit back and reflect on God's goodness and how far I've come in my life. So I really encourage journaling. Um, So I wrote it all down. I said, okay, Lord, what does that look like? And so I just kind of stepping out on faith and stepping away from fear from stopping me doing what the lord has um given me and so that is one reason why i'm doing the podcast i'm just wanting to be used by god to share my story so that i can encourage you as you're raising your child with special needs so what's in a story as you can tell there's a lot and i only share just a little bit of my story as i'm raising olivia and so I invite you to come alongside me in this journey as I share my story about raising Olivia. And I pray that it will help you in your journey as you raise your child. If you want to continue in this journey with Olivia and I and my family, um, join me on Instagram at teachingolivia, and you will find a lot more tools and strategies that I'm using as I'm raising, um, Olivia and teaching her, um, as a parent, as a teacher and these same skills, guess what I use for my typically developing kids too. Um, and so it's, it's just a great resource. So I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear your stories and how God is blessing you, um, as you're raising your child. So have a wonderful day and. Um, God bless. All right. Bye-bye.